Hello, my friends, it's Andy and Hedy coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. On a little bit early today, it's a Sunday. And um, Palm Sunday. It's Palm Sunday, yes. Yeah. I was thinking it was the, what was the name of the thing that we went to today? Uh, the Persian New Year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was interesting. Hey, the Living Furnace Devotional is on what? Resurrectministry.com, where you can find all of our content to deepen your relationship and your walk with Christ, whether you've been walking with him a long time or have never met him. Uh, we hope that these will be resources um, to enrich your walk and find maybe new pastors you don't, haven't listened to in the past, books you could um, grow your faith and articles that I've written for the Christian Post and me and Andy's past broadcasts, including Andy's Fearless Man um, podcast. So we would love to hear from you. Please drop us a line in the comments section. Uh, it is always a joy to read uh, the comments and ways in which maybe the ministry blessed you, or if you have any um, comments or suggestions, we love those too. And if you get to donate with us, you can hit the donate now button. Yeah, I'm looking forward to your article for the Christian Post. Speaking of Christian Post, no, you're, you're working on that you. one very hard. Yes, <laughs> I've never seen you take so many notes as you are over the last couple of days. Just suddenly, I can tell something's like coming to mind, and you, I see you typing <laughs> away on your phone. <laughs> yes. I don't know how you do that. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Cindy Hauser, nice to see you. Hi, Cindy. And she says. Just got home from preaching to the community service with the other churches. Oh, nice. From awesome. Palm Sunday. How did it go? Let us know. Very cool. Hello, Kate Reed. So, so they're just off of daylight saving. So it's 1130, which is earlier than usual. Oh. So this is. Hope a... you enjoyed a nice Palm Sunday as well, Kate. Yes. Today was exciting. Nearly missed you. Yes. We're on early today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a we... long day already. <laughs> For more reasons than one. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to go out and get some ice cream. Oh, That's okay. one of the reasons why I run early. Oh, it's because okay, of me. My, my ice cream craving. Nice. Oh, but you said we have ice cream here. Yeah. So I may not have to go out. You may not have to. All it's right. up to you. If you want all those, like, you know, toppings on top of the yogurt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Let's get the devotion. That's why the people are here. Not yes. to hear about my ice cream cravings. Uh, it is April 2nd for the uh, morning by morning devotional by Charles Spurgeon. The reference is Matthew 27, 14 that says Jesus made no reply, not even to a single charge. Now this interesting devotional, I've never heard this, this take oh, okay. on, uh, on, on it being prophecy. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. So Charles says in this devotional, he says, Jesus had never been slow to speak when he could bless someone. But in order to save himself, he would not say a single word. No one ever spoke the way this man does, the guards declared. And no one was ever silent like he was. Was his exceptional silence the very sign of his perfect self-sacrifice? Did it show he would not utter one word to stop the slaughter of his, sac of his sacred person, which he had dedicated as an offering for us? Had he so entirely surrendered himself, he would not intervene on his own behalf, even to the slightest degree. Instead of intervening, was he willing to be bound and slain as an unstruggling and uncomplaining victim? Was a silence designed to show us there was no defense for our sin? After all, what words could ever be said that could cover or excuse human guilt? Thus, 
He took the total weight of our sin upon himself and stood speechless before his judge. Isn't patient silence and isn't patient silence the best reply to an accusing world that continually denies its own sin? And doesn't calm endurance answer some questions infinitely more conclusively than even the loftiest eloquence of words? In fact, the best defenders of the faith in all of Christianity in the early years were its martyrs. An anvil can break a multitude of hammers by quietly enduring their blows. Didn't the silent lamb of God provide us a great example of wisdom? Every accusation against him became a new opportunity for blasphemy. So he saw it as his responsibility not to offer any words to further fuel the flames of sin. Accusations that are ambiguous, false, petty, or have no basis in fact at all will soon disprove or refute themselves. Therefore, the truth can afford to remain silent and then discovers there is wisdom in silence. Hmm. I love that. By his silence, our Lord also provided a remarkable fulfillment of prophecy. A long defense of himself would have been contrary to Isaiah's foretelling. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shears is silent. So he did not open his mouth. That's from Isaiah 53, 7. Thus, by his quiet submission, he conclusively proved himself to be the true Lamb of God. Jesus, it is as the Lamb of God that we greet you this morning. By with us today. Oh, sorry. Be with us today. And in the silence of our hearts, may we wear the voice of your love. Where and here. (laughs) May we hear the voice of your love. And maybe we also wear it. <laughs> I'm wearing it. Yes. That's how I choose to do it today. Amen. <laughs> um, yeah, so that prophecy in Isaiah was uh, very interesting. I, I, um, Isaiah 53 is just amazing. We've been going through it like in parts for the past week. Mm. And didn't Jack talk about Isaiah today? I mean, yeah, you yeah. can't talk about prophecy about the coming of Christ without Isaiah. It's just brilliant. Wow. So cool. So I had a couple Darcy's on. Hello, Darcy. Hi, just want to say hi. This is our pop on here just a minute ago. Nice to see you. So uh, we went to evangelize at the Persian New Year celebration at a park in Irvine. 5,000 people. It was just a hoot. Uh, but I thought of this. So I, as an attorney and as a government contractor, I'm used to arguing. I'll argue my way um, all the way into uh, eternity. Uh, but it was so I've never I've never been in a contentious other than with family members in a contentious faith position. Mm. But it's oh, so, so good. Yes, it's just so amazing how like what the scriptures define it, uh, what uh, Spurgeon was talking about today, this calm endurance that comes over you um, when you're out trying to do God's work is that, you know, and, and one of the girls came up to me afterwards because people started yelling at me. They were mad at me for something. And um, I just smiled. I didn't say much. I just said, I'm sorry, forgive mm-hmm. me. And I smiled and she's like, you were, s-, and then she came up to me later. She's like, you were so calm. She's like, I'm going to go tell my mom. She's like, I've seen, I've never seen anything like that. She's like, you just kept smiling. Especially from a Persian. Especially from a Persian. <laughs> <laughs> but the other part of this where when we first got there, there was a man that was, I mean, 
I'm telling you, screaming all kinds of things about how much he hated God. And, and so we were trying to turn the conversation around. He would not let us speak. And I love this wisdom that Spurgeon points out with Christ, where he doesn't continue the conversation for the fact that their blasphemy is adding to their sin. Mm. Um, and that's such a good wisdom because when somebody's really cursing God, um, I often thought of it as you don't throw pearls to swine, their hearts are not open. But this idea of not getting them to sin any further is also really important. Um, and me and this other lady that were witnessing with him just said, Jesus loves you. And we just stopped talking because it was, it wasn't going anywhere. And, and he was just getting angrier and angrier about, he was just really hated God. And that's a problem for the hardest part about witnessing to Persians is um, they're very angry at God, little G, because they're constant. They've, you know, as I've said, they've, they've, um, Jesus is a prophet of the same God to them. So they think it's all the same God and their God has been so horrible to them that they're like, we want nothing to do with your God, that God. And I, and so we have to tell them it's not the same God. Your, mm -hmm. your God was horrible. Um, and that's why so many people have been killed. So many people have been oppressed. Their lives are miserable, but our God, the God of Moses, Jacob, Abraham, and Isaac is not the same God. And having that conversation um, when hearts are open is easy, but for the most part, they're very, very hostile to the notion of God. And because they were taught it's the same God, they say it's all the same. So you got to break that barrier in the beginning, respectfully and lovingly, that it's not the same God. Hmm. I wonder how that now that you made an impact on the people that were around this argument. I wonder how later on will make an impact on this man as he drives home or sits well, and, and wonders because I, I think, I mean, I spent a little time, there's a little section of uh, Anaheim that's, uh, we, we call it the Gaza Strip, but it's <laughs> Middle Easterns and stuff like that. And they often are seen sitting around a hookah. Yes. Uh, as they pipe. were today. Oh. <laughs> 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 and this, there's always these heated discussions. I mean, this is kind of like a common place for like heated yes. discussions where Arabs are where Middle Easterners in general are into heated discussions. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they like he's going, wait, this was so well, not what I expected. When I said to this particular man that was very angry, Jesus loves you. And he's like, how could Jesus love me? How does he know who I am? And I said, of course, he knows who you are. He's a God of the heavens and of the universe. How could he not know who you are? He doesn't know me. And I and I wonder he got very agitated at that. And I wonder when he walks away, if he'll think, is it possible mm. that he does know me? Is it possible that God does love me? Um, because that seemed to have struck him in a way that was unique to the other statements. Mm. So who knows, but we had an awesome time. We had so many people that were receptive. Uh, it was just, we had a great time. I saw, I, and this may not be anything to do with, I don't know what you're talking to her about, but there was a young uh, girl that you were talking to for yes. a very long time. What was that conversation about? So she's the one that said, I can't believe how calm you are. Oh. <laughs> and, she, and so she was basically asking me my past. How'd you get here? Uh, when did your parents come over? What do you do? She asked mm. me a lot of questions. And so we're talking about what she wants to do when she grows up. And um, again, this concern about religion. And I said, you know, we're not here to talk about religion. We're here to talk about a relationship with Jesus. And he's alive and he hears you. And he loves you and he knows you. And she's like, oh, I haven't heard that before. 
So it was great. Hmm. Well, I didn't do much in that arena. I don't. You I don't. brought all the food. Are you kidding? You brought oh. the second round of food. <laughs> they ran out of food in an hour, and I called Andy, and he was so gracious. He turned the car back around and went out and got more food, and that was actually the more significant part of the day because mm. everybody waited in line. We had 30 people waiting in line for a hamburger for a half an hour and they were a captive audience <laughs> they had to hear all we had to say. And it was awesome because they just wanted the burger and they were just okay. And in, in what was powerful to people, cause I know um, middle Easterners and a lot of them had actually just arrived in the United States were fascinated by Americans, non Persians. Why were they here? Why were they giving out free food under a tent that said Calvary Chapel Chino Hills Church? Yeah. Right. It was just like, why are you guys doing this? Do we have to pay you? We said, no, it's all free. And I was explaining to Jonathan. I said, when I was a missionary for Islam, we hated the Christians because they were so generous and Muslims weren't. Mm. So Christians were changing hearts and minds through their generosity, through their compassion, through their giving, you know, because they gave freely. They mm. gave of their wealth freely and they were so people were so captivated by that. And I saw that today. Um, that's why it was so powerful. It's power, so powerful everywhere in the world. Yeah. Hamburgers, chips, and soda. Yeah, <laughs> chips and soda. It was awesome. True but American it, food. Well, I mean, but that's, that's the, that's the heart of a Christian, right? You just want to feed people. You're just mm. like, we love you. We want to feed you. Why? Why do you love me? Because Jesus loves you. It's just like they, they're just, they're, they're, awe of it is what I love because that's what will sit with them. You know, maybe they'll hear a couple words about Jesus loves you. Maybe they'll hear a couple words about salvation, but they'll remember the gesture. Mm. How hard, you know, this is on a little side note. It's hard to find a market in Irvine. Did you know that? I did not know that. I went to this big gigantic market that, you know, a big market. Well, yeah, it's a, the first one I went to was vegan. Yuppie. It's a yummy. It was vegan. I go, how would you have such a large? I mean, I, I thought I was, I thought, hey, man, there's Especially a market. Especially with so many uh, ethnic minorities who are not vegans uh, are in a, that area. How is it possible? So, of course, I was not going to find any hamburger patties at the vegan market. <laughs> no. Oh, I, I would have, but they would not. They've been, what do they call those burgers? Everything. Like, impossible. Impossible burgers. Yeah, I wasn't about to bring those to your your party. That would have that would have ruined the whole thing. Um, but I had to go, go to Whole Foods. That's the only other market that they had there. No Ralph's, no Alpha Beta. No, no, no. I got to get to Kate's comment. No, I saw that one. I think that's hysterical. <laughs> I don't know, Andy. Your desire for ice cream matters. We've walked through lots together. You know, ice cream surely beats the poo test discussion. <laughs> there you go. There's no way. I, I've, on a, I've been on a cloud since that story. <laughs> you know what? Our friend Sandy who watches. Um, hi, Sandy, if you're watching. She sent... Um, a uh, comment on the on that video saying this was one of the best of all <laughs> and I thought to myself Sandy uh, see? it wasn't did you get to the end Sandy <laughs> but yeah that was a that was a big hit <laughs> yeah you know uh, just got to change things up a little bit yep and Cindy says that is a good word not to add to their opportunity to continue to sin isn't that awesome Spurgeon's mm. awesome your calm response is a good testimony thank you yeah, Carrie's praying hands. Andy to the rescue. Yes, it was Andy to the rescue. Uh, and we were bonding over food. And the boys, the little boys helped me. They go, okay, you go find cheese. You go buy find burgers. We yes. got seconds. And they carried Oh, them. my God. And they're so 
It was so crowded in that Whole Foods. They must wait till Sunday to go shopping in Irvine. Yeah, must be the thing. <laughs> Sharing food and eating together. Yes, they, that's one thing you talked about with our home, home church. There had to be food. Yes. Yes, it's just, um, it's the open table, folks. It's the open table mm. of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's just, it's such a, a great tradition. Yeah. Darcy smiling and Cindy saying, LOL, I have a daughter that eats impossible burgers. <laughs> it's the reason you know why they call them impossible burgers because they're impossible to eat. Why did you step? Why did you take my? Why did you take <laughs> you, my? I mean, you open the door and let me walk. Why did you take my it? funny? Yeah, that well, was my funny. No, sorry, I stole it. Look how red I am again. I've been in the sun again all day long and oh, I just actually, turned so red. Yeah, because I can tell from the back of your neck that you're. Oh. Yeah, because it is a white part of your body and then it, it goes tan. Redneck. I'm a redneck. <laughs> is that what redneck. you're trying to say? <laughs> Mexican redneck. So, um, yeah, this, uh, I, I don't know that I, I was silent on the force, but one of the things that I knew, and I've, and I, I, I tried to talk to the children that we were teaching law enforcement uh, at the high school that we were teaching, is that, that the calmness in the heat of something, some huge argument, you come in and, and the, the more controlled you are of your emotions, the way faster things get better. So amazing. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one to be good at that. I thought <laughs> I, I actually, today was the first demonstration of it. It was, it was, it was awesome to watch myself. <clears throat> I had this like Holy spirit power to respond to refrain and restrain that I had never experienced in myself. It's almost like having an out of body experience. Cause I was mm. like, what is happening right now? <laughs> How am I so calm? And I just said, you know, forgive me. I'm sorry. Forgive me. And uh, it just dissipated. But when we bring it into the relationship of what Jesus Christ was doing and his silence was. Oh, that's a good point. Was clearly. Um, prophesied now that i know this yes. from isaiah but also powerful in that it caused the guards to like talk and go we have never seen somebody go through what this guy's going through i mean and people much less torture yes. much much less um you know the, the everything that they had put uh, jesus through and yes. he said nothing and how powerful is that the wisdom that his silence was because he was carrying our sin mm. there was no defense to it what are, you, what are you gonna say yeah and i mean that that's because in in one part of the scripture he says do you not think i can call a legion of ask my father for a legion of angels to defend me so he had the power but he didn't and he couldn't reply because he was carrying the sin of humanity on him mm. and so there was no defense to it which is also extraordinary and then the the most beautiful part that i love and it was reminded of is at the beginning oh no that was uh jim that says it actually let's read jim because he, he talks about it here so won't we read jim okay if isaiah prophesied jesus would not open his mouth how is it that when he stood trial before Pilate, he answered one of the governor's questions Pilate said are you the king of the jews to which jesus replied yes it is as you say this is not a contradiction however because Pilate asked a direct question as to who jesus was but when the chief priests and elders brought charges and accusations against him, Jesus made no reply, not even to a single charge, to the great amazement of the governor. That's Matthew 27, 14. Why didn't he respond? He was standing in our place. And since we are without excuse, 
No reply or defense could be made. Who could defend sinful man when God's word says, whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles at just one point is guilty of breaking all of it. That's James 2.10. This is love. And not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Mm. First John 4.10. So what I was going to say was this first part that he said, uh, are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus said, yes, it is as you say that, they, there's some people, and I think including Pilate, that still did not want him, yeah. did not want to murder him, you know, it, it, execute him. They didn't yes. want him tortured to, until he died. And he knew, Jesus knew, as soon as he said that, there was nothing, there was <laughs> no not, back. there was no going back. I mean, the, all he had to just, I mean, he, he could have been silent there too. And that's the only part he chose not to be silent. He, he asked a question. You ask me a question, I'm going to tell you the truth. Right. And, and set everything into motion. There was nothing that was going to stop it after he said that. That's yes. so amazing. It really is. So incredible, knowing what he was going to have to go through. So this must be an Aussie thing, because Kate's saying burgers with or without beetroot and pineapple is unappetizing. <laughs> You have to get beetroot and pineapple. Pineapple, uh, kind of heard Maybe, of that before. Yeah, but pineapple. what is beetroot? Is that actually like beets? And do we have those on hamburgers here in the states? I know some places have the Hawaiian burger. Yeah, and sometimes. And I had uh, I had pineapple in my burrito today. Yes, that was odd too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I say, love Carol. Your church this morning yes. worries me though when Jack said my money may not be safe in a bank. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know how I feel about all that, but yeah. I mean, we've had stock market collapses before. Um, but I don't I don't know if necessarily. I mean, I can see how many banks would collapse and I don't know your system in Australia, but here um the FDIC insurance is backed by the US government. So But it's not just that. It's the losing US currency as the world's currency. That is at the same time that we have depression, at the same time that our banks are collapsing, we also are not going to have a U.S. currency being the, the, the strongest the yeah. strongest currency of the world. That means just the loaf of bread is going to be 20 bucks. <laughs> you, still, you still have the dollar. Oh, that's all. Okay. You're just not going to buy anything anymore. Yeah, it's it's pretty, pretty scary. That's why Bo and I were planting a, a, a vegetable garden yesterday. There you go. We'll just eat jalapenos. Jalapenos. so practical. <laughs> And tomatoes and cucumbers. And cucumbers. Yes. It yes. is the CBDC. What is the CBDC, Carrie? I love her acronyms. It takes us a while to figure them out. And then when she tells us, it's a like, bank. Ah. I think it's a banking thing. They are going. They are going to digital. Yes. As um, long as my. Uh, sorry, I keep thinking this microphone's attacking me. Um, <laughs> if if it's going to be still the same amount in the bank and it's digital or it's paper, I mean it's digital now, so I'd be okay with that. But if it if it doesn't, if they say that your your bank accounts that had U.S. dollars in them are now zero, and now you got to buy this digital stuff, that's going to be quite traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what can we do, right? To live as Christ, to die as gain. So, just uh, Kate Reed was talking about Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, with Pastor Jack Hibbs' message today. If you've not seen it, you may want to watch it. He, especially towards the end of his message, the whole message is fantastic. Actually, you should watch the biblical part. I mean the 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 gospel part because then it leads into the world events part, which is towards the end, talking yeah. about what's and going I mean, on. I had never heard either that the scripture that he read about himself 
um, on the day. So when he was teaching in the synagogue, the scripture he read from Isaiah was about himself and he, it wasn't pre-planned for him. Like he didn't oh, choose the scripture. Yes. That's... It was already pre-chosen. Um, that part was awesome. I had done, I had yes. not heard that before that that scripture, it wasn't something he chose to talk about himself. It was already pre-planned that he was going to speak on that subject. Mm. And that scripture was already chosen. Wow. That was good. Yes. Because as the, um, as they're in these circles, the Jews, when they're reading, uh, doing their readings for the day, yes. that it's it's normal for uh, them to take turns reading certain parts of the of the gospel. Yes, it was. Uh, he cited Luke four sixteen to twenty one. So he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read, and he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recover and the recovery of sight to the blind, to set liberty to those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Of the Lord. <laughs> and then, he's, then he sits down and he says, today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Boom, <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> Mike Trump, fulfilled today, what, what, right what, now. What would he have dropped back then since they didn't have mics? Bread. <laughs> uh, okay, we got quite a few remarks here. Central Digital Bank. Ah, there okay. You go. Cindy's also brought tomatoes and peppers. I don't know, you guys thinking about what you want to be eating if there's no food when you decide what to plant? Because tomatoes mm. and peppers, I don't understand like what. Really? Yeah. You're going to just eat tomatoes? Yes, they're great. Really? Okay. <laughs> Put a little salt on them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Darcy saying she just got back from Dodger Stadium. They don't accept cash, only credit cards. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Most of the stadiums and concert halls, too. Yep. Today, this is fulfilled. Hosanna, mm. Hosanna. Everything. John's that Khan makes that point in his last book. Jonathan Khan. Yes. I love that Jesus was on a cult to enter the into oh, the city, yes. what was to be the most horrific and costly journey for us. I feel so grateful. Amen. Yeah, all that was prophesied. Yes, I know that it was a scroll of scripture Jesus was handed. It was that day's reading. Oh, so that's awesome. I love that. And I think rice and beans are in reference to what Jesus would have dropped that day. <laughs> or what it would grow. In my, in my burrito. <laughs> <laughs> With no pineapples. Uh, tomatoes and mayo. On a roll. Yes. Where are you going to get the roll from, Lisa? I guess we got to grow that too. Got to grow some wheat out there. <laughs> right? Fried tomatoes and peppers in my eggs. Yes. Cindy says, I need chickens. Yes, Cindy. You know, I am, I think potatoes are God's perfect food. So my MREs are large stashes of potato, dry, freeze dried potatoes and eggs. I, found I could some live on potatoes and eggs. After we planted that, I found we had to go back out to Armstrong's uh, right down the street there. And uh, Imperial Highway, uh -huh. in case you're wondering where it's at. Uh, <laughs> it's Imperial Highway in La Palma. Um, they have seeds for potatoes, potato seeds. Oh, that's good. That's yeah, good. so I'm going to go back and get some of those. And yes. we can plant those on that hill that's on the side there. Oh, really? Do yeah. They, are they rough? What do they call it? They're, they're uh, resilient? Or there's a word for vegetables that grow easily. Yes. One of you people. If they can grow in our veggie it's the one thing they can. It's the one thing they can grow in Ireland. So yeah. it must be pretty. So it's gotta be, what is that word? It's not rough. It's uh, 
Hardy or Hardy? Yes. It's um something like that. Oh wait, listen, Cindy's saying, have you seen the laundry basket potato gardens? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see that. (laughs) We gotta do gotta do that. Look that up on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, but they yeah. Have all kinds of different potatoes you can grow. Chinooks. You know what? The number of potatoes we could possibly grow wouldn't compare to having just like 15 cans of freeze-dried potatoes, the barbecue, and some water. <laughs> mm. Just saying. Well, those would be, this would be fresh. We pull them out of the ground. So that so the, all seven of us can chomp on one? <laughs> yeah. We the- like, yeah, like the five loaves of bread and two fish. <laughs> we just pray and pray and pray Come over on. it to last. Come on. In the name of Jesus, multiply. <laughs> We're gonna have to get bags and bags of Takis too, apparently, because that's some of the some of the stuff our kids live on. Yeah, but you don't want them eating that when there's nothing else to eat. That's true. <laughs> to burn a hole right through their stomach. Oh, Cindy's Cindy. gonna send us a video. <laughs> Thank you, Cindy. Thank you. Uh, did we? Yeah, we read the scripture, right? Yes. Okay. Oh no, we didn't. Oh shoot. Oh, you, I can't remember. Yeah. But Matthew twenty-seven fourteen. But Jesus made no reply, not even to a single charge, to the great amazement. Of the governor. John 746. No one ever spoke the way this man does, the guards replied. Isaiah 537, he was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth. Our dear Lord Jesus. Fantastic. <laughs> What else did we do today? Feels like we had a full day. Oh, we went to eat with the kids. Oh, we went to eat over at uh, Taco Mesa in Orange, in the city of Orange. How would you like our my Very little good. my little place that I've been trying to yes. tell you about? It's a little it's a little health food taco place. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I even made a Google review about it. Oh, very good. Kate grows her veggies <laughs> in a garden in felt bags. Wow. All right, we're gonna check that out. I too. think we're gonna have to check that out too. I'm not the gardener in the family for sure. Everything will will die, so we're gonna leave it up to the the Falcos. Yeah, if you go up to my Facebook page, you'll see Bo uh, planting all of his little vegetables yesterday. Uh, oh, there, that's what we did. I, I knew there was something else I did. He had uh, his first day of uh, flag football. There you go. You should see these guys running this place like a like it's the NFL. <laughs> they, they even got cheerleaders. No, there's little there's little little, min, little mini cheerleaders. Oh. They're about knee high, <laughs> knee high to a cricket. To a cricket? Yeah, that's something they say in the south. About oh. knee high to a cricket. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, these little these little girls. They have two coaches that are way better than our other coaches. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then they're running plays. And right. this one guy's never been defeated like in two seasons, and he's you know he's like the bad the, the bad. Dude, sorry, I almost said something the, else. The coach or the kid? The coat. There's another team, and oh. they, of course, they wear black. <laughs> and they put the black. Uh, yeah, they got. They, they all, and you're like undefeated for two years. The same kid. Like this guy's like, you can't. You can't give it up for. You can't let the other team win once. Uh, nope. So they go against Bo's See, team, and rule? they almost won. Wait a minute. What's your rule? Didn't this you say when, fir- you're, when you're over five, you don't get to win for free? Yeah, eight. 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 Well, that's his theory too. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. So our team, it was their very first day. And so they already had a game. Very first day. They just, some of them are just, they've seen a, they've never seen a football before. (laughs) And we almost beat them. Wow. Bo, um, uh, the star 
Yes, of course. It's always a Falco. <laughs> he got a first. He got the first touchdown. Got an interception. Got and had two tackles. Nice. In flag football, that's pulling the flag. So he had a good day. But I was just, I just wanted to say that, you know, it was kind of funny seeing the cheerleaders and all the different families there and people like very just sweet. taking it very serious. Very sweet. <laughs> good. It's important. And both scores, and he's like, "Whoa, yes!" And it's like, "Oh my gosh, come on, guys!" Oh so God, we're learning all these fascinating oh. ways to grow vegetables. <laughs> Lisa grows them in a shoe holder over the door. Look at that! Oh. And Carrie, like me, can't even grow weeds. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's impossible. And Kate is familiar with this knee high to a grasshopper thing. I'm saying is knee high, yeah. <laughs> knee high to grasshopper. Yes, Andy is the proud Papa Bear. For yeah. sure. <laughs> I love all the kids. And uh, Carrie's saying she, uh, she used to be the same when I was a kid, Kate. <laughs> Knee high to grasshopper. Knee high to grasshopper? Yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry. That one took me a minute. <laughs> I'm slow on the uptake, folks. Yay, Carrie. <laughs> yeah, there's some interesting things. There's another thing I want to do, and I'm going to order it. It's, it's I don't know... Uh, how much it costs, but I, I know that you can grow these plants like um, lettuce. I think kale, I grow lettuce. Another stuff inside the house in these little hydroponic type things. Hydroponic. Hydroponic. Not hydroponic. What's a hydroponic? They're thing? pods, and they're hydro water. <laughs> I think it's hydroponic, but they're white. So they're like these white little things that you have in your house, and they're tall, and they have these little holes in the side that you put your plants. And they grow inside your house. Maybe that's uh, Lisa's got the um, it's gangster like the, way with the shoe holder. Yeah, it's like a shoe holder, but only, <laughs> only. This is the better. <laughs> I, I don't know. Anyway. Hers, hers is probably better. I didn't mean to say it that way, but. Um, but yeah. Oh, look at that. What's that's that? another euphemism. Andy is as happy as a pup in a fire pit factory. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Oh, look at that. They even have amazing hydroponic wall units and you can even use it for decor. Hydro I was right. Hydroponic. Yes. Yeah, Lisa knows all these things. Yeah, they're beautiful. Uh, a friend of mine has a bunch of them. I, I was, I've been wanting to buy one. Anything I just never. other than lettuce or just lettuce? Just, you could, uh, tomatoes. <laughs> What's with the tomatoes? And I think squash, I think I've seen. I, I don't remember all the different things, but any, I think anything that can grow. No potatoes, uh, though. No, that has to be in the dirt. Uh, I don't believe that you can, you can grow potatoes in that thing. Okay. I don't think. So I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm all about growing potatoes. So the saying actually is, Andy is as happy as a pup in a fire pump factory. I have no idea what that means, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was you a lost, You lost me a pup in a pet factory. <laughs> Why would a dog be happy in a fire pump factory? Maybe it's a Dalmatian. Is, is it a factory that makes fire pumps or does that mean fire station? Maybe. Because I get the a Dalmatian fire, in the, in the, the Dalmatian, fire station. Yeah. Because they like the pumps? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I don't get it. Don't make me laugh because I get as red as my shirt. Wait a minute. Kate <laughs> says you could grow potatoes in the bags. What? Uh, <laughs> what? What the felt bags? The felt bags. Wow. Hmm. Uh, Lisa says she wishes she can eat tomatoes because they're high in vitamin C and help with liver and your blood. Oh, she a fire hydrant. Fire hydrant. That's much. They must. Some people must call them fire pumps. 
so a pup in a fire hydrant factory that makes total sense now because they pee on them hedia speaking of pee no i didn't i was like oh no is there another one I, I was terrified of that at the park today. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Lord. I'm, to go not, I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to eat. I'm just going to stand here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fire hydrant station factory. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best. Now we got it. Now we got it. And Kate also does not eat tomatoes because they cause inflammation. Yes. But they call them the night. What's yeah, that? Night, they said that earlier. Oh, did they? The night night vegetables or something oh, I something missed that. to do with night I, missed that. I think it was lisa nightshade veggies yes nightshade, nightshade. yeah they do they, that's what the, that's the word that if um you eat too many you can cause your body saying she's old they were called pumps in the old days because <laughs> <laughs> i think these things yeah that's what i was thinking yeah 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 you know, one of the things that we do, I, I used to do, I don't know how many other trainers do it, but um, I would force them to do obedience around fire hydrants and trees, so a male dog to keep a dog because people will allow their dog to go to the trees when they want to, or go allow the dog to go to the hydrants. They just, they just like accept it. And so as you're, they're walking, they'll be walking down the sidewalk. And why don't you want to accept it? Because then now that's the dog can take taking control of the walk, uh, and you don't you want your dog to know that you are under control the entire time during the walk, regardless of a fire hydrant, regardless of a tree, regardless of pee? they don't have to go pee. Oh, they don't have to go pee. They're going there to mark the tree. Oh, I didn't know. There's that. a whole ritual. They go there to smell it to find out who else has been there. Oh, <laughs> oh, uh, Freddie from down the street. The it's the like chihuahua has been here. It's like a new boyfriend. Who's yeah. Like, so how many people you've been with? Yeah, and then Buck Buck came. Oh, <laughs> Buck was here today. I hate that guy. I'm gonna and then and then they try to pee as high as they possibly can on the object. The higher the better. Wow. Because it, it travels further, the, the scent. Who knew? Oh yeah, that's why you see dogs like really trying to get like really high on <laughs> that thing. Uh, well, I was okay. No, it was just moving like you can't see this out of camera. My leg is like really high right now. <laughs> um and so so, no, they don't. They don't have to go like because they have to go really bad. Oh, I didn't know that. No, by then they've probably already gone like fifty times. Do you think they need to go another? You know, oh, I, I yeah, don't know. So. I never walked a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, never. <laughs> that is the funniest thing. I you know. had a dog and you never walked the dog. Oh, no, the nanny walked the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Nanny took care of the kid and walked the dog. Yes, that was the job. It was in the job description. You took care of the kid and the dog. So if you don't like pets, then you're out. <laughs> that was a requirement. I, 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 I did not have the pet for me. I didn't want the pet. <laughs> That's the most powerful training is to teach that you're under control, even the reproductive aspects of a walk, which peeing is all about reproduction, Oh, finding a mate. I didn't know that. Yes. So you control everything. If you can control that in the dog's mind, you've, you've become the leader of that dog. You've become, it's, I don't want to say it's God, but it's a little G God oh, for a dog. That's okay. Nice. Yeah. 
Whoa. Going through a number of food items here. Blueberries. So sorry. Bad. They're also <laughs> nice shade. Eggplants too. She loves eggplants. Oh, I love eggplants. I was going to get some too. of those, but those take spread out. Yeah, take a lot of room. I, it, it was not enough space on our little raised. Cindy's thing. having trouble with the potty training. Oh. And wants to play tug of war with the leash. Oh, that's I bet one. I can go viral trying to walk her. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, Cindy, are you using a crate? Yeah, you crate training. You got a crate. One, that's one it's thing easy. I did listen to in the beginning, which was super helpful. Yeah. Because we could leave that dog in there for seven hours, it wouldn't. Yeah. But then you let it out, pees all over the floor. Yeah. But that's where you take it right out. Yeah. And you begin to teach the dog that it's the outside thing that makes you happy. And so the dog does want to please you regardless of what you think <laughs> in many cases. Freaking frack. Yes, that's us. Really? <laughs> Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> you were hysterical today, Schnooks. Was I? That didn't look possible before we started. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because the day's been long and, and challenging. But yes. uh, devil tried wow. to take me out. No, the devil, the devil got chased away. Yes. God Not gave... today, Satan. Not today. <laughs> Not today. It was awesome. Yes. That's one of my favorite things I've learned about you today. What? That you've never taken a dog. You had a dog and never <laughs> took it out for a walk. Ew, why would I? <laughs> I'm not a fan. Especially not of those mangy little ones. Oh, they're so annoying. <laughs> I didn't know it was so strange. And actually, the funniest thing in the world to me People is get dogs to take dogs on walks. That's one of the reasons you get a dog. To pick up a, to pick up a mate. Well, that is that is one of the yeah. benefits we talk about to people when they get a dog. It's to be more sociable. You meet people. Uh, Jesus was finding my mate. I didn't need a I didn't need a dog to do that. <laughs> well, and then exercise for both you and the dog to get you out of the house oh, in the sun. Come get on your vitamin. It, it's it's torture. The dog's running one way. You're getting frustrated. You're pulling on it. It's going the other way. Then it wants to chase after another. Oh, that's not exercise. Well, then that's, that's part of the misery. the benefits of training, where you now see you get like, wow, look at my dog. Look at you walk and people go, wow, your dog is so obedient. How the dog walks with you in obedience. Well, you really look for praise from other people. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you need. <laughs> I understand that's bef before Jesus, but I mean, like, if you need that to make your life fulfilled, <laughs> something is terribly wrong. That was my selling point to the people. I said, okay, now that your dog is obedient, as you're walking down the street and, that and the next person comes up to you and says, wow, your dog is amazing. And you say, well, that's because I got it trained at Falco K9 Academy. Oh, my goodness. Their phone number is 714-990-9010. That's, that's what I would tell. That would be the thing. Well, that's just kind that's of how they, advertising. That's how they would graduate. They wouldn't graduate until they could recite my phone number. Well, yeah, and you don't want them telling them that that's where your dog was trained if the dog's not trained. Well, then I told him, if your dog sucks, tell him you got it trained by Caesar Milan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh. Woo, okay. Cindy says she has a crate, but she um, pees and poops in it and will eat it. Well, how big mm. is the crate? I have her in Most dog, puppy jail. Your dog might have a mental disorder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or if Usually the crate's too big. Usually doesn't like to pee and poop where So what happens if people quite, sleeps. Right. Quite often people get too big of crates. They go, well, I'm going to get the dog a condo. Yeah. And no. I go, no, you don't get the dog a condo. The, the and dog's, then he pees and poops in it. Right. You want it to be small enough to where the dog cannot hear poop in it without, you know. Disrupting his lifestyle. The, right. See, how you're, you have so, <laughs> you're so good on some parts of this. Well, just because it's common sense. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it goes after you don't poop where you eat. 
<laughs> it's a dating expression. <laughs> I do not speak dog. Oh, I don't. Oh my gosh. So funny. Oh. And here I was thinking people make you more sociable. Boy, did I get that wrong. Oops, I'm not allowed to say boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't say boy or girl. Um, well, it's a, it doesn't make you more. It, it, well, people use it as a ploy, Kate. Yes. To either get to attract people of the opposite sex, to make them seem like they're cool, to make them seem their dog's obedient. They must be oh, really good at training. My, oh, my, yeah, it's a whole racket. Kate. I took my police dog out everywhere. Hi, can I pet your dog? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What Why do. does everybody want to pet my dog? This is so frustrating. It is it's just it's just a ploy. You don't think girls are doing the same thing? They don't want to pet the dog. They want an excuse to stop. It's the best excuse possible. But of course it was never I could never avail myself of such a thing because I never wanted to pet anyone's dog. So I would just have to keep walking. You didn't carry handy wipes with you just in case just for No. Oh my God. How did you marry one of the most? (laughs) Jesus. I really didn't put much thought into it. I really didn't. He said, that's the one I said. Okay. (laughs) He didn't ask for somebody though. That wasn't a dog trainer. No, I didn't. I didn't. That is the funniest thing on the planet. Isn't it? (laughs) Just in case you didn't know, I've trained dogs for 40 years and had a business and that's where I've earned a very good living. Is with dogs, and then yet you have this attitude towards dogs. <laughs> and look, it hasn't turned out so bad. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like dogs anymore either. Right? There you go. That's not true. See, I, no, but see how amazing. No, you yes. really don't because you have no desire to get. <laughs> I mean, you, you're just done. You're just done with that phase, you know. But it's just kind of like. But see, that's even, yeah, that's the majesty of God. He's like, okay, Andy's done with this phase. She's not a big dog fan. So this is yeah. going to work out. It's going to work out. I have my dog tattooed onto my shoulder and um, that's good enough. There you go. That's good enough. Um, oh, uh, where are we at? Uh, uh, see, Andy, ice cream may have been a more yummy subject than dog pee and poo. <laughs> I don't know. We just keep going back there, Kate. I don't know what's happening. It was it's actually Cindy. her fault. It's actually Cindy's fault. Oh, it's Cindy's fault. Yes. Cindy or maybe Carrie. I don't know where we started with the hydrants or the puppy. And um, uh, Carrie is a service dog and is always asked to pet the dog. Don't mm. you have one of those big signs that says, please do not pet the dog? Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Okay. And Cindy says she has, she's got a wall that moves to make it smaller. What? See, you know, you, I always tell people that don't get anything too fancy. Like a leash should just be a handle, a line, and then the hat. Not one of those retractable. No, people get the thing. retractables for an entirely different thing that people generally aren't trained for. <laughs> so it causes more problems than it's that it helps. They go. Oh, I want my dog to be able to go farther, and I want that. No, because then you can't. There's no, you no training. Control. No, you, and you don't want the pooper bag holder on the leash either. No. Get rid of that. And then you don't want another handle lower down because that will use that as a crutch to try to keep the dog. All those things are wrong. Kate Same thing with a crate. Begging us to get away from the pee and poo subject. It's like the crate. crate it's just, you just want one size crate. Don't get this all wall moves, get smart type of door <laughs> contraption. No, just a crate, maybe a small just, crate. Maybe that's just because you're old fashioned. No, <laughs> dogs are simple. They're very simple. simple. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. It, it, it'll make your life complicated if you complicate things. Whew. Okay, I'm done. Are you? 
What kind of ice cream did you feel like? I've burned so many calories on this devotional. I'm sure you do. You guys have all worked up. <laughs> all worked up. I'm gonna have one of these meanie Ron, one of these meanie Ronians come at you and see what happens. I love you so much. <laughs> I'm gonna see if you still, oh, you still remain calm. I did so very little at this thing, but I, I, I actually I had my son Rhett, another one of the kids. Um, yeah, almost seemingly I can talk endlessly about different kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah but Rhett, <laughs> Rhett today, uh, a did white. You see him playing uh, with the kids? Yes, a white boy. Oh no, this with, was a with boy, No, no, no. Rhett's the white boy. Oh, okay. Uh, clearly, <laughs> with a brother that has blonde hair, he's got blue eyes. But Rhett does, and um, playing with this this Persian boy who so sweet with the puppet. With the he puppet, entertained him with this handheld puppet for like a good forty minutes. Yeah. And, so and they were having fun. And the little it was a little tiny boy. Yeah. Like and three years uh, old maybe. and I I I don't know if the the girl understood me. She might have, but I, I she was speaking Farsi on the phone. Um, at least that's what I thought she's speaking. <laughs> I'm just thinking because that's what because that's what you speak. Um, and um, like and said, oh, I go. He's got a lot of brothers and sisters, so he knows how to you know play with kids. And she just was smiling and laughing and and having a good time. So I think that was another little that was cool for the them to see that, that they were you know playful together uh kate wants to know if god likes ice cream just thought she'd throw that in mm. i mean well, that's one of my favorite things about heaven is that we'll get to eat that yeah. there's a table and there's food <laughs> so hopefully that's gonna be ice cream god created ice cream uh, yes you think he likes angel food cake <laughs> no it's but very it's pretty tasteless <laughs> oh i love it with strawberries and strawberry uh syrup, uh, syrup all over it yeah, and, and whipped cream, cream. yes yeah, you throw all that stuff on anything and it's gonna taste oh really good. it's not the the cake no what the cake, the cake alone, tastes pretty good it's like in and out that burger by itself is worse than wood <laughs> but you put that sauce and the bun and the onions and yeah it's a whole different thing <sighs> i remember the first days of in and out burger at least i think it was the first days when i was a kid and my brother said hey you gotta go to this new restaurant their new fast food place called uh, in and out Burger. It's in Norwalk, and we would drive. It seemed like forever, and it wasn't that far. <laughs> but as a kid, anything, yeah, anything where you have to, you know, go down a major highway is far. So it was spectacular, and they were much bigger. Now, was it much bigger, or was it because I was smaller? I don't know, but it seemed <laughs> you, it go. Seemed, you were smaller. It seemed a lot, a lot bigger than it is today. A lot of these things are a lot were, I think, really a much bigger. And as Maybe. as the world has changed, well, they put more air in potato bags, potato chip bags. Oh yeah, there's far more air now than when we were kids. There was like yeah. hardly any air. That that I've definitely noticed. And I think the buns on these burgers have gotten smaller and smaller. <laughs> so and smaller. match the small the shrinking yeah. hamburgers. Well, they, well then they. Well, just wait it. after tomorrow when the market crashes. <laughs> our hamburgers gonna. They're all gonna be sliders. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, see, Carrie agrees. Useless calories in angel food cake. Just sugar and air oh. and egg whites. But I've had some that are very, very good. I don't mm. think you guys are eating the right ones. Mm -mm. It's the sugar. It's the syrup. It's the strawberries and the whipped which you love on pancakes, too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so. I do. It's, it's the strawberries. You have been talking for 52 minutes. Are you about ready to land this plane? <sighs> Let's land this plane. All right. Anything else, my friends? <laughs> I, I feel I feel a little bit guilty because we start off with this very powerful devotion yes. about God and his sacrifice and that he didn't say a word and took the beatings and the payment for our sins. And then we end up with 
Dog. Pee. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. And every time I tell people, I'm like, this is not a Bible study devotion. This is not a Bible study podcast. We are not scholars by any stretch of the no. imagination. It's just this husband and wife walking with Jesus, telling people stories. So uh, what do you forgive think? us, Lord, if there's anything inappropriate about that. But we what, do it with a clean heart. What do you think John MacArthur would say if he ran across oh our devotional? <laughs> or uh, Charles Spurgeon. What if he, he goes, okay, guys, wait a minute. I'm rolling in my grave. Can you stop? You guys are Charles Spurgeon. Like just, he's like uh, up in heaven and they, they have the ability to listen to podcasts. He goes, oh, look, at, they're doing my podcast because I put oh, no. Charles Spurgeon on there. Yeah, and he starts fun. listening. He's like all happy. And all of a sudden he's going, what? this is bad. Wait, what? <laughs> He's talking about a stool oh. sample? <laughs> He's like going, hey, hey, Moses, come over here. Listen to, listen to these people. They got a Persian oh. and a Mexican. And he's like, wait, are you starting to tell me a joke? He goes, no, this is a devotional. No, I'm not telling you a joke. This is really happening here on there on Earth. These people are crazy. Oh, yeah. Lisa loves angel food cake, especially with orange orange glaze yeah see it's all about the toppings lisa <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the toppings and cindy loves anything with sugar yeah i don't generally agree mm. except for angel food cake mm. and kate says i love whipped cream on anything and i love our time together i reckon god gets a kick out of it too amen <laughs> good clean fun folks we could be out doing stuff that's naughty but we're here talking about god and honestly that's um uh, from our heart to just share our lives together. And we so mm. appreciate you guys um, sharing that time with us. And For sure. we hope it's um, parts of it are edifying and parts <laughs> of it are entertaining. <laughs> and then Elisa says, she reckons that God loves hearing our laughter. Yes. So amen. Too. And uh, who was it that spelled Rhett? Uh, Carrie. Yes. That's the correct spelling. R H E T T. Yes. Perfect. All right. Anything else, my love? That's it. All right, my friends. We love you guys. Thanks for spending yes. this time with us. God bless. Take care. Bye. Bye.